Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi Heyuer. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Today, GBs, we're getting into all things Poonani, mm. Box, Pussy, Fanny. We've all got one, or we've all seen one, and it's time to talk about it. This week's listener question and confession, Jodes, is wrapped into one. Oh, I love it. So we received a DM and I absolutely almost fell over. I was like, what What category does this go into? So I'm going to read it out to you at the end of the year. Okay, I'm glad I haven't opened that one. Of course, my darling, how are you? I'm excellent. I was just thinking how lovely it is to be back. Mm. Just the two Just of us. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. <laughs> oh, bitch, we've been trying. We've, we've been, been trying. We've been trying, haven't we, honey? Mm-hmm. Look, the lockdown roller coaster continues, as we know. I've run out of jobs and things to do at this point. Yeah. So if anyone's got any suggestions how to liven up my life, because mm-hmm. I'm bored as shit in the house. Yeah, you've washed the sheets, you've hung up the painting, you're I'm, like, well, that's me done for the month. <laughs> that's me done, darling. I've sorted out the makeup, sorted out the clothes. Yeah, like, yeah. I just, I'm bored as shit. Mm-hmm. So any of our listeners have any creative ideas or any, I don't know, hot new shows, mm-hmm. Yeah, let a bitch know because I can't, you know, I can't turn to alcohol, I can't turn to shopping. Well, no, not what, yet. What, what vices? I mean, what vices do you have during this time, Jules? Yeah, because I actually haven't been getting on alcohol. I mm. have a drink here and there and everyone, the listeners and you know very much that yes. alcohol is my thing. Mm. Probably TV. I have yes. never been such a Netflix person than I am now. Yeah, well, I usually get my show suggestions from you, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is what it is. Look, can we... Can we get into Bachelor for just one quick sec? Yeah, because I'm not as across it this year and that mm. seems to be the general vibe. Yes, well, I honestly, I can't say that I'm super across it, but I will say I'm I'm tuning into the mm. finale week mm-hmm. and I will be tuning. I've watched a couple here and there and I will be tuning in this tonight. Yeah. I'll be tuning in tonight to see who our Bachelor Jimmy picks. Yeah. Got to say, bit of a laugh, Jules. I don't know if I mentioned this to you prior, but bit of a confession to make. Oh, here we go. Back in the day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jimmy was actually on my Bumble. Oh, yeah, same with Lil Scrappy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually my bumper, but I've got to tell you, I swiped left. Okay. can It um, wasn't for me. What did Lil Scrappy say about about it? I think she said that they talked for a bit, but he was boring as batshit. Yeah, that was kind of my vibe oh, too. Are we going to get sued for this episode? <laughs> Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, don't sue us. I'd still tune, but. Love you, babe. Would still tune. Um, How tall is he? Because you know that's a big thing for me. Oh, I, I think I, you're sure. I actually can't remember, but again, mm. I'm not. I'm not. It, it's mm. not something that phases me, so it's yeah, not yeah. something yeah, I yeah, would. You're looking sh- I would tune into, mm. but I just thought he was. Uh, cons- I found him to be quite conservative, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's interesting seeing the. Um, and I'm going to say the media's portrayal because we don't know this man's, mm. but he's coming across uh, the media reporting on it just being a dull vibe. Yeah, um, and I was thinking to myself, you know, if that is the case. What kind of man do you think Aussie women want to see? What's going to be the cut through on that show? Because it seems like people have been unhappy with the choice this year. Yeah, it's hard, hey, because I'm thinking about the people who I love to watch on TV are the people who I would hate IRL. Like I love them when they're bad-mouthing and they're getting into scraps. I fucking love that. It's great TV. Yes. But if I was to watch, you know, a feminist, I'd be like, boring. (laughs) But in real life, that's what I want. So what about you? Oh, that's a great question. I think in terms of if we're talking purely on the show, mm-hmm. I reckon they might need to get a celebrity in. 
Oh, okay, like a Sophie Monk. Yeah, mm. or even like a, a Shane Warne, and then we chuck in our girl Frooms. True. Eh? I also wouldn't say no to a little um, Michael B. Jordan. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm just going to, I mean, I don't know <laughs> if he's available. I'm sure he'd clear the diary. But look, there's your suggestions, producers. If you're listening, Jules and Jodes are also keen. Yeah. We would spice shit the fuck up. If you want to do a little duo, yeah. I'd be keen. Jules and Jodes, Bachelorette. 2022. Oh, Brooke Blurton. Oh, sorry, that's yeah. She's taking that spot. So we'll get the next year. Yeah, well, yeah, we fucking love Brooke. That's we'll, fine. We'll let her. We'll let her have it. Oh, she's it. by. Exactly. So mm. I'm really looking forward mm-hmm, to that one. Mm-hmm. That's going to be great. But we can do ne- the year after that. Mm-hmm. Don't cancel it, guys. Don't cancel it. Mm-hmm. Give Jules and Ju. Jules and Ju. What's my name? Double J. Jules and Jodes. That's your name. Sorry. Anyway, we need to check in with Jules because you've got something exciting coming up, don't you? Yes. By the time this drops. I'll be 28. Hey, must be be fucking nice, you mom. A year older. So I feel like that year of 27. So I think we need a whole other podcast for our woo-woo shit. Because that year of my 27 was my number one year cycle. And God, was it my one year. So for people who aren't you know, with their heads in the clouds like we are, that um, everything ends and everything begins, yes. which is my life to a T that year. Yeah, I actually made, got made redundant. My last day of work was the 5th of September. My birthday was the 6th. Crazy. Crazy. So, yeah, everything stopped and everything started and – um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to 28. I feel excited. Like I'm I feel excited like- for you. Even just in this, the time that I've known you, I just I, the personal growth that I've seen from you is tremendous. Oh my gosh, Joe! Yeah, thank you so yeah. much. Uh, but I feel like I must be lucky around this time because I won something off Instagram. Shut up! I won one of those fucking like tag your bestie. <laughs> shit and it's on my birthday Fuck how crazy off. is that so i won uh you know what i'm actually not going to shout them out until i do it because yeah, 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 yeah. with the gbs as we both are we're very authentic and we, we would are. never you know pass on something we don't believe in but nah. i won a 90 minute one-on-one dating coaching session oh. where they read your astrological astrological chart chart yeah like your natal chart yes. yep, and yep. that's on september 6th Oh, so I'll that do that is, in the morning. Oh, yeah. that's meant for you, that gift. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So I won that. Um, Shout out. Thanks for fucking honouring a bitch with a prizzy. Thank you, thank you. But I'm having a bit of a crisis mm. because I went to the doctors on Monday, a couple of days ago. Oh, stop. And, you know, I'm just doing my routine checkup, all the bloods and all of the everything. All of the things, yeah. yeah. Fit and healthy, can I just say. And he's looking at me and he was like, when was the last time you took your height? And I was like, I'll be honest, I did it when I was a fucking on a bender like a year ago when we were just like, it got to the, you know when you get, you get to the point of the bender where you just start doing the most random shit, you're yep. like, let's mow the lawn. <laughs> so we started doing heights and I was like, I'm 177, I'm uh, I'm like a tall 5'9", just under 5'10", or something. Yes. And he was like, there's no way. There's no way you're 177. So I was like, all right. So he was like, take your shoes off, do it. So I did it at a doctor's office. What? I'm 5'8". What? I'm 5'8". I'm 174 centimetres. Well, that's it. Well, I'm 5'7", and that's 170. Have you measured yourself? I feel like I'm getting smaller, and apparently that happens with age. How is that possible? I really think you should measure yourself again. You'll be shook. Stop. 
Stop. Literally. Okay, well, we need to measure me because that's got me fucked up. Right, babe. That was my personality trait to be five foot ten. I'm now five eight. I'm a tiny little human now. If you're five eight, what the fuck am I? Right. Because I've always had on my, you know, old casting cards and that that I was. I used to be at one point five eight. Yeah. And then I remember I was I was one seventy centimeters, yeah. which is five seven. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, this has got me fucked. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay, we need to measure me. All right, good bitches. Time to go to break. Make sure you follow us at Good Bitch Pod and we'll be right back. GBs, you are back with Jules and Jodes and it's time to talk about the vagine. Now, we had a... DM come through to us at Good Bitch Pod Jodes and we got it quite a while back but I, I have never gotten this beautiful wahini out of my head. Mm. She's always kind of been in the back of my mind because I'm like lo- we, we have to speak one. about and we have to speak about what she wrote about. I don't know I just it's always been like a niggling thing and then yes. when Jodes and I were like should we talk about this we yeah. did not realise the can of worms that we opened so yes. I'm going to read out the original message. Okay. GB says okay girls can we talk vaginas? I wish more than ever that I had a porn star pussy, but my lips are a little more plump than I feel other girls are. It makes me feel so down. When on porn sites doing the weekly self-care deed, I can't help but notice that 98% of girls' pussies in the videos are all small lips, pure pink and perfect I know all vaginas are beautiful and don't get me wrong, my girl is a very good time and I love her, but I definitely am guilty of being a downer about how she looks sometimes. Please help. Oh, my darling. Oh, something we can all relate to. I'm just obsessed with this girl. I'm obsessed with this question. Yeah, so Jodes, I wanted to kick off main topic with how did you first become conscious of the way your vagina looked? Mm, Good question, Jules, Mm. because it definitely wasn't something that I was privy to growing up. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a conversation Mm -hmm. that we were having in the house. Um, I remember my mum, bless her, normalised masturbation early on. Bless her. Bless her. But we certainly weren't having conversations about the way that my vagina looked mm-hmm. compared to hers. We didn't swap swap vaginas or anything like that. Mm. It wasn't something I was conscious of. I would say for me, it kind of registered in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. And that was more so in my friendship circle. I had a really good friend of mine who's slightly older than me. And she one I remember one time she made a comment that I had a sports model vagina. Okay. And I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. But if you don't understand, just think of like, you know, your throwback 80s sports models mm-hmm. that, you know, the girls on TV doing the lycra. Mm-hmm. That's basically the reference she was making to me. And then she had a hilarious other name that she called Thumbelina Pussy. Okay. And well, she, she had this shit all figured out. She is hilarious. But the point is... That's not something I was even thinking mm. about until my friend raised it with me. I just, I guess in my na- naivete, I just kind of thought we all had basically the same looking vagina. Does that sound super naive? No, 100%, babe. Same wavelength. Grew up in a household full of boys. So, God, vaginas were the last thing that was ever brought up. Even when I got my period, I think I hid it for like a week, like just stuffing tissues in my fucking closet. Like yeah. vag- like anything to do with the human, uh, female body, nah, not a thing. And then I got to high school and I went to a co-ed school. Mm. And then you know how kids are evil, <laughs> but 
boys seem to be more mean. They and can be cruel without realising it. Exactly. And they had all these little rhymes that were like, you know, if you got like, if you put your fingers in a triangle like this, so I'm basically putting my hands together, that's how big your pussy is. They had all of these things to work out how big our vaginas were. And I think because I was just like coming innocently into school and they were like, do this with your hands, Jules, and I'd do it. And everyone who knows me, I've got huge hands, pianist hands, like really big basketball hands. So when I do that, mine's huge. And the boys were like, oh, my God, Julie Rangihuya's got a big vagina. And I was just like, well, I probably do. I'm very tall. Like I was just so <laughs> like, well, yes. Like I didn't even like have any snappy comebacks. I was like, well, yeah. And then it wasn't until I moved to Sydney, an old acquaintance, she showed me her labiaplasty. Yeah. So that's the design of vagina yes. um, operation. Yeah. yeah. And then I became aware of it. Like I was like, fuck, people were actually out here changing their vaginas and it's something that I never knew that we could change. Yeah, wow. And growing up, I've never been obsessed with the things I can't change. Like the mole in the middle of my forehead, it's me. It's just Jules. It's just me. Yeah. Like my vagina, I thought it was just me. So yes. I'm actually glad that I didn't know that it could be operated on because I think as a child, knowing that I would have done something. It's crazy how those early sort of like childhood comments Mm. really, really stick with you, Mm -hmm. isn't it? It's fucked up. Now, another thing we were talking about, Jules, is the role of porn in all this. 100%. So unfortunately for our generation, Jodes, Mm. we are millennials. So the 90s was when the internet became mainstream. I remember when we got the computer. Do you remember I remember my dial-up. I was allowed, yeah. I was allowed fifteen minutes a week. Well, because you needed your father's on the home phone, and we can't get through. Yeah, I know. Fuck! I used to get in <laughs> such trouble on Neopets. <laughs> well, you know what comes with the internet comes porn. Mm, so mm-hmm. this created an absolute wave of boys and girls now having an entire new preference for what they want a v- woman's vagina to look like. It set the standard, didn't Completely. it? Completely. Because remember, in all, I remember the 80s, um, I don't remember, but I'm reading 80s um, porn mags because that's how we used to see porn, yes. was just magazines, was Bush, Bush and it was Labia and it was all that. And then it became this like Barbie vagina that had no flaps, no nothing it felt. Yes. Yeah, shout out. What about you? Yeah, the role of porn and pussies. Again, I I don't know if it's just that I'm a late bloomer, Mm. but it wasn't something, I wasn't really accessing porn until I would say maybe my, at least my mid-20s. It's just something that wasn't, you know, a a part of my life. Mm. I enjoy it now, every now and again. Yeah. But I think that definitely would be one of my first experiences in looking at up close and personal, mm. other women's vaginas. Yeah. So yeah. there is that sense of naivety, and I, I certainly don't think I'm alone in this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also interesting how the media has presented, you know, the vagina, the vagina. Over, over the years. Mm. When, when we do get that representation, it's just, yeah, it's interesting. And, and also interesting just the way that it's presented by these companies themselves. Like, you know, we've talked about Playboy, how they get down. We've talked about Hustler. Mm -hmm. We've talked about how they often Photoshop out the labia completely. Completely. No 
no you- wonder we're all fucked up. I just want to give us all a break. Like, no wonder. It's like, no wonder we're all fucked up. And it's like, not everyone's vagina looks like, Absolutely the, por- not. Looks like the porn stars. And that is perfectly fucking fine. I will say I'm very happy mm. with how it has definitely evolved throughout the years. Yes. Like, I know when I'm watching my girl and girl action now when I want to wank. Yes. There's all sorts. There's there some that are, the, the lab is huge, everything's hairy, I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, so I think we've definitely switched from that Barbie 90s fucking childlike Perfect, yeah. vagina to now everything's hanging out, everything's, yeah, I feel like marks. even the role of, like, reality TV now has played has played a part. And, like, have you noticed in porn, I quite like that, you know, that category where it's, like, sent in home porn. You know okay. when you know when real life couples sending their own organic. Oh, you love amateur. I yeah, that's shout a, out yeah, to yeah. my amateur porn because again, I feel like that's another way to see everyday pussy, mm. like in how normal it is to have a bit of hair and have different shapes and sizes and textures and length of labias, and it's like it's all so fucking normal. Mm-hmm. So. Do we have any insecurities or are there any kind of general insecurities that we can think of that, you know, I would say the general insecurities when I've spoken to my, you know, my girlfriends Mm. and everything is is, it tends to be usually the size of the labia majora. So the outer flaps, if you're not sure, or the labia minora. Beyond that... It is so beyond the folds themselves. Mm-hmm. It can often be the smells and mm. you know your shapes, sizes, colors, even colors. Yeah, colors. I didn't realize colors was a thing. Colors is a big one. Because one of my girlfriends who is has naturally beautiful pale skin, Mm-mm-mm. but she was saying that she would classify if she had to gun to her head, pick one color, only one color. She'd probably say her vagina is purple. And I was like, wow, I've never even thought. That is so normal, especially Mm. when you're aroused. Mm -hmm. Again, Mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor, but that's my understanding. Mm. That is just... That's That's another good point you raise. Yeah. When they're aroused, they look completely different. Completely different, babe. And and also just like temperature. Oh, after I've masturbated, masturbated, after I've orgasmed, that thing is huge. I swear to God. It's just plump and huge. I've definitely seen mine look in all different different shades Mm -hmm. of pink, purple, red. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's... Mm. It's all fucking normal, baby. And I think hair as well causes people concern. I know for me personally, I've had insecurity b- before in terms of if I haven't been, you know, ready to have a partner and then, mm. you know, things happen. Yeah, things yeah. be happening yeah. for us girls sometimes. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I, I haven't shaved or I haven't prepped for this. Yeah, enc- yeah this moment in time. I haven't prepped for this encounter, this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> magical encounter. Fuck, I hope he's not offended by my hair. It's like I shouldn't even have to be thinking about that stuff. But unfortunately, that is what runs through our heads a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Now, you have a few facts for me. I do. Well, look, when we were doing our research, this is a research podcast. It's a research-related podcast at this point. It's an academic podcast. You're listening to two academics. (laughs) There is still a lot of shame attached to being a vagina owner, a vulva owner, and there certainly is still a taboo around female genitalia. We were talking about how we see, we're lucky, I think it's the circles we run and what we're consuming in Instagram. But there's a lot of wonderful art and imagery that we're 
seeing now mm. of the vulva. Mm. But I, I actually came across this. We might share this, Jules. I mm. found a, a great article in the Sydney Herald discussing this taboo by Kat Rohde. And she was talking about how compared to men, young women don't often see each other's genitals. And that creates that sense of sort of like shame around yeah. it because it's not normalised. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like, you know, there's no locker room sword fights like yeah. the boys get grown yeah. up. It's all very discreet. It's not something you even really show or tell with your girlfriends. Maybe if you're very close, you mm-hmm. might. I mean, I'm, I remember um, showering with my girlfriends when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. And maybe then I would see what they looked like. Mm-hmm. But again, it wasn't really something we It's would, just not sexualized. It's like I just yeah. look at that. Yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a very naked person around my friends. You know that, like if I'm with in my I'll, I'll put undies on if I'm sleeping next to a girlfriend, but I won't wear anything else. Yeah. Um, and then, like, even when I'm looking at them, I'm, I'm actually seeing them as the person. Oh, it sounds exactly. so lame. I don't look at their fucking nunny. I think it's, you, you're bang on. Mm. We're not sexualizing like that's our friend. We mm-hmm. love their friend. We just, we accept their body in their natural state. Mm. And another thing Kat was talking about is the how problematic this taboo is, even just from a health perspective, mm-hmm. because some women will actually delay seeing their gynecologist mm. because they're embarrassed yeah. about their vagina. They're embarrassed about their symptoms. And that's why it is so important we normalise this conversation. Mm-hmm. We talk about it and we free up the opportunity for women to have this conversation because we just, you know, we can't be having women not feeling comfortable to go to their gyno. That's just, no. I just can't. So many health problems. Yeah, yeah better yeah, to yeah. check uh, sooner than later. Like I know it's easy for us to say it's very empowered yes. millennials, yes. but society absolutely wants us to hate our vaginas. 100%. And just tiny little things like even um, on our gram at Good Bitch Pod, and that's the last time I'm fucking shouting this, that <laughs> podcast, this Instagram out. Um, on our IG, I put up a story that Apple had censored the words clit for our latest episode with Brody Kane, whereas dick stating and douching with Louis Hansen, fine. No Pass issues. the flying colours. I want some answers, Apple. So it's just, you know, and we've always been told our vaginas are um, smelly, vulgar, like, you know, on the back of toilets. I still see those fucking femme products help keep your vagina smelling like springtime. I'm like, you know what? If I use that, my pH balance will be out of whack. Exactly. And even all the panty liners that have the added fragrance mm. so that we can smell nicer. But it's, you know... We can blame corporations, we can blame movies you know, and, and men and stuff, but sometimes it really be your own kind, Jodes. I think Stop. women also, you know, kind of put shame on other women. Even something small like, um, remember that clay? Oh, when you won that very prestigious award? When I almost won the Archibald, yes. <laughs> when I did a very drunken, um, like, you make genitals out of clay and yeah. you have drinks. It was a clay-making event. Yeah, and, and it was for genitals. <laughs> Jody likes everyone to know that. I love it. Thank you, darling. Jules won the event. And we could choose if yeah. we wanted to make vaginas or dicks. Yes. I reckon there would have been 52 people there. I was the only one who made a puss. Do you reckon as well, because of that lack of exposure, as we're talking about not every woman would feel comfortable actually recreating the vagina because we don't see it enough. Hundred. And babe, I'm not going to lie. I looked down and I thought, where do I start? And then I thought, I'm embarrassed now because does the clit go here? Like yes. I, I honestly didn't know where the body, I was like, here's the anus. Yeah. Here's where I pee from. That's the clit. What's all the other there's shit? The, yeah, where do I start? Clitoral hood. There's the labia majora. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But sexual partners. Mm-hmm. 
We can't. What a sex. I haven't had that in about a year. <laughs> well, we can't speak about this topic without um, throwing in any comments we may have gotten, Jodie Clark. Do you want to start us off? Has your little puss ever been commented on? My little my little choo-char. Yeah. Many jodes. Well, look, I've never had any, I just can't recall any negative feedback. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to toot my own horn mm-hmm, here, mm-hmm. but I definitely um, have felt insecure if there was a time where someone was down there yeah. and I wasn't prepared. Yeah. Like I'm someone, like call me precious, whatever, I like to have the shower before you get into yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's me And as again, well. is there is there something around? There's nothing. True. Right? Because guys never do that. Right? Even 100. about bodily. Oh, fuck, you know what I just remembered? What? I actually can tell a negative situation. I remember one guy actually told me that I needed, and again, maybe this is why, I actually remember one guy told me I needed to wash before he would go down on me. Well, then that's on him because he, he clearly doesn't like vaginas. Like, right. That's on him, babe. Like if you don't like. So he, because it's not like he tried and he was like, oh, that's a big, you know, you try smell. Like that's a big fish smell. Exactly. It was like he, he didn't was, even try. So that's on him. He wasn't even near me. He just, that yeah, was his yeah, comment yeah. That's right just off him. the bat. So, I mean, if you don't like vulva owners, just fucking say just that. Just say that just, with your chest. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, there definitely have been moments other than that yuck fucking example. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a media person too. He was actually quite a well-known presenter. Not that I'm going to drop his name because I don't get down like that. <laughs> we won't, but we'll just put his at in the in the notes in the yeah, show notes. Fuck him, <laughs> fuck him. Anyway, but yeah, if I haven't been prepared, I feel more confident about the state of my chucha when I've showered, when I've had my laser. Mm-mm. That gets me in the vibe. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yes, I've actually had a comment with the last guy I slept with, so quite. Um, Oh, recent. Do I know this? Person? Yes, yes, yes. Oh. I think a lot of my friends do as well. <laughs> so. And you know what? I thought about this mm. and it is the timing of the comment that I did not like. If, oh. So I'm all for talk to me about my pussy whilst I'm riding the fuck out of you. Tell me how it is. Say anything you want whilst we're in the moment. Yes. But we were getting, this was pillow talk. So after we'd done the deed, you know, when you're just lying, talking about life, I think we're discussing what we're going to have for lunch, for God's sake. Like it, yeah. the moment was over. Yes. And we were both naked and he was had his he was lying on my um like had his head on my chest and his hand on like my stomach like uh, where you get period pain yeah so he's kind of just lying on me and he was looking down at my vagina and he like touched like you know pat my stomach and he was like you've got a really good vagina and I don't know why in that moment I felt immediately protective of all the girls that had he had slept with before yeah, wow. I just thought because you're clearly judging them yes. and you know you've just let me know that I've got a good vagina because I've got a good vagina I feel I don't know I just felt protective of every woman he's slept with before and what pisses me off is like if he's if he's saying that to you is he saying something more negative to another person that's what I'm trying to say I felt immediately protective of all the other girls that came before me like you know some might not have been up to fucking his porn standards and he hasn't liked it I didn't like it. I, I really like didn't it. like it. Well, fuck, we wrote off that that individual <laughs> a wee while ago anyway for other infractions, so go off. Well, I did get a little, a because it has been very hetero, this conversation, which we acknowledge because we're yes. speaking about it from our... Our personal experience. But we also want to involve all vulva owners. Yes. So I asked one of my closest girlfriends who is queer. She's in a girl and girl relationship. I love this. And I asked for her advice because I was like, hang on, if we don't care about other vaginas as female friends, 
you know, what what happens in a relationship between yes. two women. Yes, oh, no, I'd love to hear this. Okay, she said, as a general rule, girls don't care. Like previously when I've hooked up with someone for the first time, I would have felt like it should be more maintained, so trimmed or not as much hair. But then some have had full hair and it's not even bothered me. I think we just love women and also have a mutual understanding of the pressures. So mm. it doesn't matter. I mean, I, that makes sense to oh, me. Oh, I love it. I said I love that for yes. you. Yes, and know? that's probably why growing up, you know, when we are exposed to our girlfriends' vaginas and mm. things like that, there's just never, ever, and we're not sexualizing them, there's never any judgment, is there? Nah. Even when some of my girlfriends come to me with like, oh, fuck, Jules, got the old clap, got chlamydia, a chlamydia, I'm like, oh, babe, because we just have this understanding yes. of the shit we have to do to keep our vaginas healthy. Exactly. I mean, God, it's just a it's a speck in the drop of what women have to deal with. So mm. it's like, why makes yeah? We don't want to make our lives harder than we have to. All right, good bitches. Yeah. We're going to go to break. We hope then. you liked that. I, hope I you, love that. I actually love that conversation, and yeah. um, I think we'll go to break now, and we'll come back, and we've got our juicy question and confession all rolled into one. You'll die. <laughs> GBs, you are back. We're going to get straight into our question slash confession. I think this is the first time we've ever done something like this, Jodes. Oh, it's going to be a juicy one. It's actually, I think I can say this, it's an MGB. It's a male GB, which I love even more. MGB, shout out to our MGBs. MGB says, I was in a relationship. Now, he's used air quotes with that. I think I have to let the listeners know about that. It could be a situation. Okay, yeah. I was in a relationship with a married woman. So, yes, he was in a situation <laughs> for five years who was 15 years older than me. The first time we slept together, we both realised it wasn't just a fuck. Everything felt so amazing and unreal. The sex was so intense and passionate. But it's not just the sex. It's everything between us. We are true soulmates. Oh. I walked away because I thought the grass was greener, which I was wrong. She didn't leave the marriage and is still with him. A couple of years go by and I'm now in a relationship. I cannot stop thinking about her girls, about how things were when we were together and I compare my current relationship with her. It doesn't compete by far. I know it's fucking shit for me being that person and I was still sleeping with someone's wife. What should I do? She is my one true soulmate and she feels the same way. Oh, my goodness. This is a lot, my king. You've really tested us with this one. I've got to tell you. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts. None of them are positive. But what's your take? <laughs> it's funny. My um, Not that I would give up this person's pri- privacy, but I ha- have actually someone close to me who was in a long-term situation with a married woman as well. And how did that end? Not well. This is what I'm not, getting to, people. This n- is what I'm getting to. Not fucking well. And I am of the mind that if it if it's meant to be, it'll be. Mm. Why didn't it close out earlier mm. down the track? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that we can't have multiple soulmates in this lifetime or that maybe a marriage isn't meant for us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But... 
my question is why are we now having these thoughts after the fact could it be the the mystery and the attraction of that one that got away rather than what the reality of the situation Mm -hmm. would have been Mm -hmm. you always want the forbidden fruit exactly you always want the forbidden fruit even jodes knows someone who I quite like, Mm. (laughs) (laughs) but it's only because it's the forbidden fruit and I would never go there and I acknowledge it. Absolutely. So I think we always want what we can't have. Can I just say something? This woman will never leave her husband. No. Show me a story where this has been the foundation of a new relationship and it's worked well, you know, where both parties have cheated Etc. I, I think, can't think of one. Exactly. That's it, listeners, if you have one, please yeah. send us in one because I cannot think of one circumstance where this has played out yeah. in everyone's favour. Mm-hmm. People always get, it's just always destruction. Mm-hmm. So what's our advice to this MGB? What I want some more clarity on, Jules, is when he says she feels the same way. I need some more elaboration on that. Has she said to you outright, I will leave my husband and, I don't know, potential family in order to be in a relationship with you? Or is he? Is, is she just blowing smoke up his ass? Like, straight up, I want to know the facts. Is she, is baby girl ready to walk to be with this man? Because I, I personally fucking wouldn't leave my husband. I would never leave the husband. Can I, like, G- MGB, thank you so much for reaching out. But here are the facts. You're 15 years younger. Mm-hmm. She's in a stable marriage. Mm-hmm. You are the hot young thing on the side. Mm-hmm. And it will never work. And I actually now feel defensive about your current girlfriend because she's never going to get fucking anywhere with you if you're constantly comparing her. Oh, my God. Let's get into that. I'm so glad you raised this because that was my first thought. I was like, fuck, I'm glad I'm not your missus. Yeah, I think, nah, I if she's tuning in, respectfully, MGB, if she's tuning in, if this is your man's, leave him. Yeah. Because I would be mortified yeah. if I felt like I was someone's second best. Mm. But again, I say it like not every situation is black and white, mm-hmm. but I need this MGB. And we mm. appreciate this king for reaching out. Completely. And being transparent. But he needs to now, I think he needs to have a conversation with his missus about these feelings. Because yeah. this this to me is a lot. I think, King, you could probably listen to our um, cheated episode because yes. this seems to all be linked. There's so many, um, like we, we have so many questions upon questions. Like why did you feel the need to seek out a married woman in the first place? Mm-hmm. Why did she feel the need to have sex with a stranger in the first place you're clearly not getting validation in the areas of your life that you need exactly you need to take and i think he needs to take a a look at his current relationship Mm -hmm. and maybe work out where there's a void Mm -hmm. but stop stringing her along i feel really bad for her i really do yeah i think he needs to take some time to really think about that relationship if it's the, the right space for you yeah i feel like you need to go on like a retreat by yourself or something i think i think you just need to be by yourself for a, a bit and figure out what you actually want and, and i get the feeling there's probably i mean it's more than likely this communication going mm. on with this married woman mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, but one thing you taught me, Jules, is there's a lot of things that can be solved when you just go no contact. It's a Virgo trait and I'm proud of it. <laughs> Look, I think that's all we can say about that one, Jules. Yeah, what do you reckon? Yeah, it can get very sticky. So we feel very passionate about it. But, hey, we love you and thank you so much for reaching yes. out. 
And we love when men listen to our podcast. Absolutely. Hope you're a little feminist in the making. Um, hey, follow your gals at Good Bitch Pod on TikTok, Instagram. Um, you can write to us an anonymous confession mm. at www.goodbepodcast.com. And we'll fucking see you next Tuesday. We'll see you next Tuesday. Love you, bitches. We love you. Bitches.